to talk money. <laughs> Nothing to see here. This is the show where money meets politics. We will answer your financial questions. We do manage money Monday through Friday. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. And we have a ton of fun with this show. Long story short, he said you're offending a whole group of people. So, well, duh. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want them. Well, I didn't do anything wrong, and now I'm going to plead the fifth. So <laughs> screw you. Yeah. Like, really? I mean, you know, I added the screw you, of course, but <laughs> we've done this show for 20 years. I'm ever. getting sick of winning. Winning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want to join us on the air, we'll welcome Tom in Boston. Don in Rochester. Rambo Jim in North Tonawanda. It's hard to believe that 20 years has gone by so fast. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. You got the Financial Guys on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Welcome to the show today. We appreciate it, and welcome uh, our new friends in Syracuse. We are uh, now going across half of the state, and uh, looking forward to getting back into downtown the good half South of the Florida. State. The good, good half, half of the state too. Yeah, the good half. The half that's yeah. conservative. That you know has a brain in their head. That uses common sense. You know that half. Not <laughs> yeah. not the brain dead New York City. You know, dumb enough to that... elect a De Blasio half. That's not the good half. <laughs> yeah, no. No. no, sir. By the way, Syracuse, I've always been a basketball Orange Man fan. So uh, happy to uh, happy to have you in the network here. And this is the place where money meets politics. So if you want to be entertained for the next two hours, stick with us. And uh, and I, I encourage you to stay along for the ride. You'll uh, you'll have fun. If you think conservatively, you'll probably really really enjoy the show. If you're a liberal driving around Syracuse, we want you to just tune in for the next two hours of of pain and misery. <laughs> They can't help themselves. It's like a train yeah, wreck. Can't. It's hilarious. This is a live call and talk show, though, so you are welcome to join us. Debate us if you'd like, or if you think like us, you want to join the conversation, that's fine, too. 844-434-4TFG is a way to get a hold of us. That's 844-434-4834 is the number. You can give us a call here. It'll go right into the studio, and we'll get you right on the air. And I'd love to have you. So we have a lot to talk about today. We do have some special guests. Uh, we normally bring on those that are new to the show, special guests each week. I will be joined by Mike Sparaza in the uh, first segment of this, uh, or second segment, somewhere in there. Uh, Brian Janik will join us. Mike Sparaza, by the way, does our home and auto. So we are a one-stop financial shop. We do a lot of different things. Uh, our, we do manage money for a living. That's our primary business. But... We also have a lot of different departments, different companies. One of those is Home and Auto. That'll be Mike Sparazzo who'll be joining us. We also have a Medicare company, Tis the Season. Uh, Brian Janik will be joining us at 145. And then uh, we'll be talking a little bit of life insurance later in the show uh, with Charlie. Now, this is a show where money meets politics. So we do talk a lot of politics, and we will do some of that today, along with some sound clips. I do have some economic stuff to talk about. And maybe we do start with the economics, Mike, because... I mean, honest to God, it's just Joe Bombonomics, right? Right out of the gate, Joe Bombonomics is on a tear. Mm -hmm. So we just crossed this week $80 a barrel of oil, highest since 2014. You did it, Joe. Congratulations. <laughs> another record, you did Joey. It. Yeah, another <laughs> record. Wow. Yeah. And remember when you were going to teach those big, bad oil companies a lesson, right? Yeah. And you were going to help the poor people? Well, guess what, Joe? The poor and the lower middle class are the ones that suffer the most with $80 a barrel. Guess who makes out pretty well? I don't know. Maybe ExxonMobil. But yeah. I'm sure you and your son Hunter have Exxon in your portfolio. I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure that Hunter does. 
I'm pretty sure, absolutely. And uh, Exxon, Chevron, you know, all the oil companies have done extraordinarily well as oil prices have uh, risen, th- uh, risen throughout the year. We're now at roughly 340 to 350 or 325 to 350 a gallon, depending on where you are in the country. Nice. So soon to be four dollars a gallon. We are speeding in that well, direction. You mem- and, remember, uh, yeah. remember his uh, his boss Obama wanted seven, eight bucks a gallon. So. You know, there yeah. was no problem with that. Yeah. So he that, that was what he was, you know, out to do. And they're still out to do that. So, uh, you know, and, and, you know, if you look at the last 12 months, I've been saying this, the gap between we're having a middle class now, a lower middle class and an upper middle class. The upper middle class benefited from COVID, right? They rebalanced their portfolios. They bought a lot of stocks when the Dow went 29,000 down to 18. They invested in their 401k plans. They bought real estate. Those people did exceptionally well, outperformed inflation, and got wealthier, right? Well, that's what you and I see every day. Of course, the lower middle class, the people that Joey Biden and Obama lie and say they're going to help, those folks got hit the hardest. Milk and cookies goes up. Uh, their uh, um, oil prices go up. Their gas prices go up. They can't afford to put more money into their 401k plan. They're struggling paycheck to paycheck. And now, guess what? Now they can't even afford a house. That's right. Now the house is inflated the way out of the mess. So. Can't afford to can't afford to get, you know gas. I got to now make the decision between gas and groceries. By the way, bacon hit an all time high. All time. No. High. No. God help us. <laughs> no, bacon hit an all time high. So that's not good either for anybody. That's not no. good for the wealthy or the poor. Anybody no. in between. Like that's and, you know and us crummy chefs house. who wrap everything in bacon just to disguise. That's right. The- <laughs> Anything tastes good wrapped in bacon. <laughs> Um, but, you know, the good news, Mike, and, you know, the, the Jobamonomics is working when it comes to uh, unemployment. I mean, the yes. jobless, uh, the, the, you know, the new uh, jobs report came out on Friday and, uh, you know, the street was expecting a half a million jobs. And, you know, we got the 100,000 ish range. How, right? how I mean, could that possibly be? When every, you know, even you Democrats, you, and there's a lot of you Democrats that listen to this show from Buffalo to Syracuse. How are you that brain dead that you're driving around and you don't see the signs that people are begging for labor? How do you not see that? Mm-hmm. Are you not going through the same uh, fast food places? And, and if I get fast food, I shouldn't say fast food. Every company in the world seems to be hiring right now, whether it's a manufacturing company, whether you're a plumber, an electrician, whether you serve food. I've got a friend here in Buffalo who runs multiple restaurants. They actually had to shut some of them down, not because demand was bad. They had all kinds of clients that wanted to come and eat. They couldn't find anybody to run a restaurant. I was talking to him last night. I'm like, you know, you, you might scratch your head a little bit if, if, the labor, if, the, if the labor force was down like 5% in a restaurant and you were grinding your staff and you were trying to figure no, they couldn't even open any. They just couldn't get anybody to yep. work. Uh, yep. I mean, what what is the excuse for you Democrats? Now, let me tell you something. There's a good model that has worked recently, and it's called Florida. And DeSantis last March took the money, and he said, I don't want that federal extra money. I don't want people hanging out on unemployment. We have to get the labor. We have to get people back to work. And sure enough, the unemployment rate went from 6-point-something percent, 6.6, down into threes right now. That's what they're talking about, 3.8%, 3.9%. Not good old New York. No, not here. We need to pay people to stay poor. And the unemployment rate hung around the 8% range. Just mm-hmm. sick, sick. You have to drive around and see the mess. You have to. They just well, the must national, not care. The national unemployment rate is now down to 4.8%, which you have to wonder if they're cooking the books. But the uh, the, the new jobs was like 154,000 new jobs when they were expecting a half a million. That is pathetic. And pathetic. I had a, I had a, a, a soundbite here, but now I can't find it, of course. Yeah. I've got so many soundbites. Yeah, we're still, um, we're still what, at 7.4%, 76 to 7.4% here in the state of New York. Yeah, well, of course, because New York is paying people to, be, to not work. Well, I lost you. Do you ever look at numbers? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. 
Now, I was going to say, do you ever look at numbers? I mean, how, how yeah. is it that the unemployment rate's at three point something percent in the state of Florida and seven point four percent in New York? Does that ever any of you Democrats driving around? Does it ever think, hey, maybe this holds redistribution thing and giving everybody free? Maybe it's just not working. I don't know. You know, maybe the fact that a million people have left the state over the last ten years. I don't know. Maybe it's not working. Nah, let's just do more of the same. Let's do more of the same. Well, the amazing thing is you can look, whether it be, I mean, look at the, the latest uh, uh, poll numbers. They did some, uh, some polling, right? He, two-thirds, two-thirds of Americans are not happy about the southern border, right? He has less than 50% approval ratings right across the board, whether it be inflation, border, cost of you know, uh, oil, gas, everything, right? Mm-hmm. Everything, Joe, the, the withdrawal of Afghanistan, which we haven't really even talked about, but what an absolute disaster. And by the way, for those that think that has no consequences, I mean, of course, everyone listening to our show knows, you know, China is, is going to probably invade Taiwan pretty imminently here. Uh, Joe will probably sit on his hands. Hunter still has investments in a Chinese investment firm. I mean, the fact that he's allowed to do that is amazing. And then they set up the, 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 the easy and obvious influential or, or, or influence scheme. We just won't tell Hunter who buys his painting. Oh, I see. <laughs> right. Joe knows, though. Could so Joe imagine? can give that person preferential treatment. Are you kidding me? The kid's a crack addict. What was he selling paintings for? The kid's a crack addict. He's a crack addict. Yep. N- none of us, none of our, not one of our children, every single one of you driving around listening to this show, not one of you has a child that would able be, be able to do crack and sell artwork for $50,000 a pop. Just not going to happen. He just bought a $5 million house, yeah. and on top of that, uh, you know, he, he's selling his artwork, you're right, for hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. He was on videotape as recently as this past March, six months ago, smoking crack on tape. Mm. Like on, He's on video smoking crack, having a conversation. The media ignored it. You know yeah. the media now is completely in the – I mean, they're total propaganda now, whether it's CNN – Everyone gets their talking points from some government official somewhere. I don't know yeah. if it's, you know, where, what, where in the deep state these Democrat talking points that they disseminate to the Democrat Party as well as, uh, you know, to the uh, to the media. But we'll talk a bit about uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name here? Frances Hagan. Right, who testified this week? If that's not the most obvious government plant or Democrat oh, by the, operative, I don't know what is. He's by, a whistleblower. By the way, we called that. We called that. <laughs> so for those of you right who don't believe, it, let's go back to our podcast. We, the, the minute that story broke, go to financialguys.com, bring up our podcast. We talked about watch and see. This will be a plant by the left wing Democrats. And the only thing that they're going to be whistleblowing about and trying to change is conservative talk on Facebook. The little bit that actually they yep. will try to end that's what yep. this whole thing is about and so we called obvious. it well before sure enough do a little bit of research oh she had given all kinds of money and been involved all kinds in the democrat party of course she has what house did they buy her that's what i want to know was it yeah. a big house like the obamas have right. on Mar- uh, right on the water was as global sea levels are rising did they buy her a nice six unit uh, uh you know a uh, uh, waterfront uh, house somewhere what did she get for it right yep. or did she get cash dropped off like we did overseas like a pallet full of hundred dollar yeah. bills right yep what a joke all right we'll talk more about her on the uh there's some other information that's come out on her and uh, later in today's show we'll get back to that we do have to take a very short break if you want to join the show folks again uh 
1-844-434-4TFG. So that is a new number for those listening in Buffalo. Again, 844-434-4TFG. That is uh, 4834 is the number. So write that down and use it often. 844-434-4TFG. All right, very short break. On the other side of the break, we will be back with Mike Sparazzo. We're going to check, uh, check in with him on a quick story on Home and Auto. We've got the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. We are the Financial Guys. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. All right. Yes, good. All right. Welcome back. Kind of a new setup for us, folks. We are now broadcasting from our own Financial Guys studios, which we've done from time to time, but we're now doing that full time. So we now have our secret locations throughout the country to broadcast this uh, someday award-winning show. I, I, we've been on for 22 years. You think at some point we get an invite to the award ceremony, you think, right, Mike? No, yeah, no, no, no never once. No. Never <laughs> once. Yeah, we have 20 years of uh, successful radio. Yeah. Buffalo out to Rochester and now on to Syracuse and uh, never once have we been invited to any of those awards. Not even like to like serve, like, you know, like just like to hand out hors d'oeuvres or something. Yeah. yeah, no, never. Someday. Someday. All right, let's check in with Mike Sparazzo. Without further ado, uh, if you want to join us, by the way, uh, 844-434-4TFG is the number. Uh, Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How you guys doing? Fantastic. Tell us what's new in the world of home and auto. Who just saved money for this week? We usually uh, tease on the shows. Give us 14 minutes. We'll shop over 25 companies to save you money so easy even a liberal could do it. So tell us who you're saving money for this week. Yeah, so a good example, Brett. Brett worked with a client this week, auto, home, and umbrella. Increased a few coverages, nothing too crazy, but the savings on the total package was $800. And, I, again, I think it's just the importance of shopping your insurance around and actively looking at it. We've talked about it before, but replacement costs are increasing due to labor and materials going up and up and up. So it's always a good time to take a look, even if you're not coming up on a renewal. If you're looking to maybe save some money or maximize coverage, it's always a good time to pull those out and look at them. Yeah, what about now it's fall and, um, you know, we're coming up against flood season and all that good stuff uh, that uh, we experience here up in the upper northeast. Probably a good time to check your policies, right? Yeah, it's, it's always a good time for that, too. And, you know, uh, recreational vehicles, snowmobiles and things of that nature, take a look at those as well. Make sure you're covered enough or covered at all. Um, you know, the, these things happen throughout the year. Flooding happens. Wind damage happens. It could be the summer. It could be the winter. You know, issues with snow in Florida, they're just wrapping up hurricane season. So it's always a good time to look. It, it doesn't matter the time of year. You need to really be looking at these things. Mm. So speaking of hurricane season, by the way, the, the – the government predictors, the same folks that were 97% wrong with COVID, uh, also said that this would be a very, very active season for Florida. As far it's, as I know, I don't think really anything really hit Florida, did it, it? It's honest to God, it's to the point, Mike, Mike's, where it's a joke. It's such oh, a joke. Absolutely. If they come out of Florida and they say it's going to be a bad season, it's yeah. never a bad yeah, season. Yeah, no, leave your furniture out. When they come out for a few seasons, they came out, because we both have houses in Florida. We came out a few seasons ago now. This is going back three or four years. We're two years in a row, three years in a row, like three out of four years, they came out and said, no, entering a period of lower than normal activity. And honest to gosh, I had to fly down and move furniture inside three out of those four years. Four <laughs> right. years. Oh, yeah. Wrong every 
single time. They're like exactly opposites. Do the opposite. My because... guess, that's right. And my guess is that we'll find out that the same people that did the prediction models for COVID are the same people that every year, part of the swamp, right? They've been there for 40 years. So when COVID dies down, they'll go back to predicting hurricanes and, you know, and be consistently wrong at a 95% level. Same government of bureaucrats that uh, just can't. There's no consequences. That's that's the problem. No. Right? You can be wrong and wrong and wrong and wrong over and over again, and there's no consequences no. whatsoever. So no. anyway. next time you'll be right, uh, Mr. Mike. Uh, give a, a new new market out here to Syracuse, but we can save them money when it comes to home and auto as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. Anywhere in New York State, Pennsylvania, and Florida. So, like we always say, give us a shot. Give us the 14 minutes. We'll run numbers for you. Give recommendations. Um, we save a lot of people money, but as we always say, if you're in a good spot, we'll be the first people to tell you that too. Yeah. Um, and, and for those, and if real quick before before I leave you guys, if I could just mention the the interview we did this week, Mike and I had the chance to interview. You guys were just talking about the border, and. Uh, we interviewed Cochise County Sheriff Mark Daniels again. He's been on Fox News a few times, and he had some really interesting stats that I just want to throw at you really quick. 63% of people coming up through the border are other than Mexican, meaning from all areas across the world. Um, 164 countries have entered our southern border. In his area in Tucson, 115,000 getaways, 10,000 a month coming up in just that area getting away and not being apprehended at the border. They pulled over a vehicle a couple weeks back in, in uh, a couple individuals in the car. One was coughing like crazy, ended up he and another passenger in the vehicle had COVID. So for those that think it's not happening down there, or the, the media is blowing up those numbers or the media is not talking about those numbers. Those are real numbers hot off the press that he gave us this week. when we talked to him. It's pretty scary stuff down there. Mike, I've got a clip of that. And uh, by the way, those that don't know, um, you are mandated to get a vaccine or you lose your job. They get free welfare cards, no mandate. That's mm -hmm. how it works for legal aliens. So no no mandate to get vaccinated or anything else like that. Let me play this clip from, uh, from the sheriff. Every single though, one of them are one. going to be destined, though, to be successful here. They Absolutely. are not just going to sit back and collect welfare. No. And not one no. of them is going to sell cocaine or heroin to young children. No. Nope. No, they're all good people, every yeah. one of them. Every one of them. The other thing about this is, and I think it's alarming, and it should be alarming what's going on in the world right now, 164 countries have breached our southwest border. 164 countries. So this is not isolated. I mean, we're seeing from countries from all over the world breaching our southwest border. Now, in my region, to narrow down just to my region of the, uh, uh, the border in the southeast corner of the state, we've had a... Uh, 115,000 getaways. These are people that have been seen on Border Patrol cameras and have got away in the country. It is easier to smuggle a terrorist in our country than it is to get a meal in Las Vegas right now. That's unbelievable. It's true. I mean, really, it's crazy. Yeah, disgusting. Disgusting. Me <laughs> meanwhile, I'm, I'm here in Buffalo, New York. I can't go see my bills unless I get a shot in my arm. 115,000 yeah. of them. Many of them, by the way, drug dealers. Many of them drug 90% of yeah. the the uh, the heroin and the cocaine coming right through and that southern fentanyl. border. Many of them now having a free pass to just walk across. If you're a Democrat and you support this type of stupidity, I would love to hear from you. I would love to. I really would love to just be able to go in your brain and see what's missing. <laughs> what's missing? It's a lot of empty space up in there. I'm sure. Yeah. All right, Mr. Guys, right, thanks, Mike. Just mentioned... Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. 
No, I, if I could just mention one last thing, too. It's not even that they're not being mandated to be vaccinated, which everyone else has to be apparently these days. They're not even testing those folks down there. No. So not no. even are they not getting vaccinated, they're not even required to get testing done either to see if they're you know right. COVID positive or not, which is even worse. Then they stick them on a bus with a whole bunch of other people, get, get everybody infected. Then they drop them off in your hometown in, yeah. a, in a red state. And then they say, oh, my God, look at how bad Florida is. Look at how bad Texas. By the way, has anyone noticed? Now, I talked about this back in July, that the wave of COVID is moving its way up north just like last year as people start going inside and it starts getting colder. Same deal as last year. I say, so all those people in New York, that you know, the governor who was gloating back then, like, see how great we are. It's just going to do the exact same thing. Now, the, the question will be, what's the response to it, right? Mm-hmm. Are we going to go back to mass mandates in every business? Are we going to go back to no going to bars? Are we going to close down restaurants again? Mm-hmm. What will be the reaction from Governor Hochul this fall when we get back into the same situation that we were last fall with a so, spiking of, of cases? Right? I'll tell you one thing. What was very alarming to me this week is the number of liberal judges in this state in New York that have been appointed. There was a mass case earlier this week in Buffalo, New York. Judge Jeanette Ogden, totally useless, could care less about it. She had worked for the Poland Cars Administration. So for those of you in Syracuse and Rochester, that's our that's the county executive up here. So, well, there you go, right? She could care less. She said, you know what? She used very, very broad language to say, ah, you know what? If there's any kind of a health crisis, if somebody has gas, then the governor can just use endless powers to do whatever she wants. That's it. Good. Done. Perfect. Done. Done. Perfect. So totally we have a full on dictator now. Yeah, but, nice. Uh, per- perfect full on dictator now. That, that's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, no. So. Uh, just, just totally, totally unconstitutional. Okay, whatever happens, you know. We So the next one, by the way, will be the mental health, of course, and how they're going to have to take all of our guns. And uh, it seems like many of these judges are just going to go, okay, yeah, yep. that's totally unconstitutional, but eh, it's a health yeah, crisis. So. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, by the way, her phone number is 716 845 2796. If you'd like to leave her a message, and ask her, by the way, to come on the Financial Guys Radio Network. I'd love to interview her to find out what was clicking there. 716-845-2796. Well, Todd Aikens will be joining us the other side of the break, and uh, he's the one who uh, is, is fighting these No, no, no. Mandates. Todd's the real estate guy. Oh, oh wait. Todd Aldinger then. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I always mix those two up. I'm, we got to sh- go Toddy on the, on the real estate side and Attorney Toddy on the other side. So we'll talk That's to right. Attorney Toddy on the other side of the break. But anyway, hey, thanks for calling in, Mike. We do appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All right. Very short break, folks. You want to join us again? Uh, 844-434-4TFG. That's 844-434-4834. And uh, if you need us throughout the week, you can reach us at 833 833- Fin guys. All right, very short break. We've got the financial guys. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Alrighty, welcome back. We've got the financial guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. And thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Welcome to the new uh, folks in Syracuse. Looking forward to getting out there and spending some time and learning about some of your politics out there. It seems like every uh, every city in this state has some sort of an issue. I know in uh, Rochester here, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and correct me, Pam, if I'm wrong, but uh, lovely Warren just finally stepped down after all the, uh, the boyfriend charges, her corruption charges, right? So lovely Warren in Rochester is now gone. So we got stupidity no matter what city you're in, whether you're town or your city. If there's government there, you can be rest assured there is something dumb happening in that town or city, for sure. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, it's sorry, just I, sorry, I missed the first second. I'd like to get to no, you. No, you're good. Running late. I just told Pam, like, darn it, I should have gone. No, uh, uh, lovely Warren resigned in Rochester this past week. That was uh, yeah. You know, finally. Well, she didn't know. She didn't know her no. her husband was. Well, you know. Speak- <laughs> How about our how about our uh, our our mayor to be uh, India Walton in Buffalo? How about that one? Gets her car impounded yeah. for past due parking tickets and uh, and, an and talks sticker. about she an inspection sticker. No, no. Well, she she claimed her car was fine. So, so, so look, I drive a nineteen a, a two thousand and seventeen Subaru. It's fine. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. I drive a brand new car. I say it's fine too. Oh. But yet I have to go in and get an inspection. So all these massive Democrat <laughs> regulations that you are actually supporting, you don't want to do your yourself. I get right. it. I get it, right. India. Well, They're the best annoying. part was, she talks about the massive regulations. She's a socialist, right? She's an avowed, yeah. open, administered socialist. Proclaimed socialist. Ta- yeah. And she talks about how she's being abused by the heavy hand of government. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. see. No. You're abusing the wrong people, you see. <laughs> see, you're, right. she's not the one that's supposed to be being no. abused. You coming in from the suburbs where we can just, you know, take your money by ticketing the crap out of you. You're the ones we're supposed to be abusing, but not well, our own, you know, city socialists. I mean, she said it, the only reason it happened <laughs> is because joke. she was one of the defund the police people. Right. So they're <laughs> they're attacking her. It has oh, nothing to do with the fact that her car actually wasn't really inspected and she didn't actually pay the parking tickets. By the way, if you can't <laughs> figure out how to pay parking t- tickets or inspect your car, you shouldn't be running an entire city. You shouldn't no. be. Gosh, Work on no. your own life first, right? right? right. Work on, if you can't afford your parking I, look, tickets... It's just you know, or your speeding tickets. Just work on your own life first. Don't try I, to run everybody else's. Exactly. I, I get the idea that we don't want to have only wealthy people in, in in government, right? We don't want to have just people with money in government. But how about just having successful people in government, yeah. right? If, if you can't scrape two nickels together, right? That's right. If you are you know an absolute loser in life, you've gotten you've gone nowhere, right? You've you've gotten you know no income, no savings, no assets, right? You're an adult. You're an adult and you've gone nowhere in life. Hey, that's not cool. I'm good. You live you. You do you. you, live you. But don't don't get on, don't run for a mayor that's going to tell me how to do me. Right? Yeah. Like no. you just work on you and yeah. let somebody else who actually knows how to run something. You can't even run your own life. Please don't run the city of Buffalo. But she's likely going to lose. Can't, I can't I find believe. a Democrat town. You can't forget yeah. the state. You can't find a Democrat town right. in the entire country. <laughs> That has not like half of it has been on fire over the last twenty four right. months, right? It's unreal. Like you just can't. They're just all dysfunctional, it's crazy. And, and they and they just don't get it. And they just they just keep doing the same old, same old, same old, and same result. And do more of it. And let hey, let's triple down. You know what? Only a quarter of our neighborhoods on fire. Why don't we defund the police and see how that works out? Yeah. Somebody, somebody retweeted the CNN. I still can't get over it. The guy standing there has got like goggles on his head, right? He's like fiery but peaceful, standing in front of the burning building. Yeah. That, I'm going to blow that up, make it a poster, and put it in my office. A yeah. poster how about, size. Huge. How about ISIS overseas, where the CNN lady says, "Well, they seem pretty friendly." Hmm. They're While chanting death, death to, to America. America. Yeah, it's great. Unreal. <laughs> All right, I got up. some Biden clips to play, but let's go to the phones first. Let's welcome. Uh, let's see, Monty in Newstead. Walter up on deck. We'll get to you next monty how are you thanks for holding i'm doing well guys uh you're welcome for me calling in uh, greg geldfeld said something very prolific to this week on that evil network fox news if donald trump received the treatment from the media that joe biden is getting now he'd be the greatest president ever Mm-hmm. And if Joe Biden received the treatment from the media that Donald Trump got, he'd be the worst president ever. He'd be in and jail. when I heard that, I was blown away by it. 
Yeah, he's oh, right. No. He'd be in jail. Mike yeah. is right. If, if he if he got twenty five, if Trump got twenty five percent of the positive press that the Biden did, it, 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 he would go down as the best president ever. No think about, about it. Think yeah. about, they completely blacked out a legitimate story that the New York Post broke on Hunter Biden's laptop and the contents therein. And they, for the next almost 12 months, they acted as if there was no real laptop. There was no laptop. They all ran with the Russian hoax. It's a Russian plant. There's no real laptop. They get Hunter Biden on TV. Well, wait a minute, my laptop. I'm not really sure. Did you ever lose a laptop, Hunter? Well, I might have oh, lost a laptop. Everybody knows when you lose a laptop. laptop well, that's true. Yeah. I get that. But, but the point is that the media completely remember the you, you couldn't retweet it they took it off of facebook right how about this and then they, and then they, right and then they blocked to, it for 12 months how about this Crazy. ties right back to the big guy who got all the extra money right the big yeah, guy the, yeah. the big guy and i also wanted to say and i'm just a simple blue collar working guy i get it Joe Biden is president, but I will never believe that Joe Biden received more votes than Donald Trump. No way. I totally agree. Let me tell you something. What president in your history, Monty, and you can remember ever that is getting chanted in stadiums, let's go, Brandon? Right? Seriously. And I'm using that, obviously. Another media great, by the way. Another right, media another grant. media great. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're chanting might, your name, that Brandon. That's the best thing ever. That That's the best all. ever. That's really good. But seriously, though, people hated President Trump allegedly. What stadium across the country chanted, you know, F Trump? None of them. None. None of them did no, because the people love Trump. This is such a manufactured. This is a Hollywood production. If you have never seen Moon Over Parador, do yourself a favor. It's got Richard Dreyfus in it. It's absolutely hilarious. But the dictator of Parador dies, right? And he happens to be an actor who is uh, plays him, uh, you know, does like impressions of this guy. So they, they can't tell everybody, you know, the dictator died because that would be a disaster for the country. So they bring in Richard Dreyfus to play the dictator. And it's hilarious. But we have something similar right now. Joe Biden is gone. He is dementia riddled. He has no eye. When he te- when he says when all the army generals when 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 Lloyd uh, you know the, the chairman of defense and they all say oh we told Biden several times to leave uh, Bagram Air Base open and then he gets on with Stephanopoulos and says I don't recall he's being honest in that mm-hmm. case the only time he's actually being right, honest because he doesn't recall what he had for lunch he doesn't recall that what uh, Jill is actually his wife he has now no give, idea now to give him credit though he was at the bottom of his law class and forty years ago he lied about being number one so. You know, right. Oh, right. Who knows it's when that started true. to slip in? What a joke. That can happen, guys. That can happen. <laughs> yeah. It's unreal. It's Monty, unreal. Thanks anyway, for the thank call, you. Thanks for the call, Monty. Bye. Have a great weekend. We really do appreciate it. Let's sneak in one more before the break here. Let's go to Walt out in Syracuse, our first Syracuse caller. Thanks for calling in, Walt. We appreciate it. Yes. How are you? Walt, there you go. Good. How are you? Yeah. Good. Um, I got an idea. And uh, I've never heard something of this nature in the news media anywhere. Uh, but we know, all know that the reports are that many people are going through that border by the hundreds of thousands, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. probably reaching a million or so. And they're being bussed or air, air uh, transport to various cities in the United States uh, and mm-hmm. the evenings or whatever time frame. What I'm thinking about is the idea of, having these people bust or airlifted to all the state governors, Democratic, and Pelosi and Schumer, wherever five, maybe they have five homes, 
take them all and bus them there, and that's where they're going to camp out. See how they like it, how they would respond to that. Well, no, that would be absolutely Great call, Walt, but that's actually already been tried. Yeah. Laura Loomer actually tried to camp out on Nancy Pelosi's lawn with one tent, and they called the cops immediately, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. That's why well, we know I these people idea, are though. so disingenuous scumbags, right? That's what they are. They're scumbags because they say, oh, we've well, got to be loving and caring. Okay, bring them to your house. Oh, not my house. Oh, no, not in my town, no, no. right? Not in my even town. The, even the Republicans, by the way. Paul Ryan built a 10-foot wall all the way around his $10 million mansion, and, and, uh, and this was a, supposed to be a conservative Republican, right? Sad. Go ahead, Walt. I, I would say a blitz everybody uh, uh, with these people. So you'd have to uh, literally have an army if you're going to do that, uh, stop everybody at the same time. And I don't think that would be practical. I don't know if they could turn that around. But have them uh, camp out as long as they can. And let the news media grab onto that, what's going on. And I they'll get that. the point. They'll have to do something. Right now, they're doing I nothing. Love that. They're just watching it happen. I mean, blitz. Yep. Well, that's what they want. They're busting in the red states is what they're doing, Walt. Yeah. They're busting them in the they're red states. Busting. I mean, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. As they it's, come, this is this is them right up to the state governors. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I love that, Walt. It's a wonderful idea, Walt. Unfortunately, the people that are allowing them to come in, the people that are bringing them in, are also the ones in control of where they land, right? See, That's right. when Trump exactly. was in office, he came up with this really good idea to build, I don't know, a wall to keep them out, mm. right? right? He also yeah. talked the talk about not doing illegal things in our country. The first one of such, which is to not break into the country, right? And so <laughs> right. nobody was lining up. And then you had Joey Biden who said, hey, we love everybody. Bring them all. Come on in. Come on in. You know why? Because they know it's votes. They know it's votes. That's the only thing they care about. They care about them getting wealthier. Nancy Pelosi will end up wealthier after Joe's term. Joe Biden will end up wealthier. The Obamas will end up wealthier. The Clintons somehow seem to still get their hands in things. Man, they are, they are, they are business amazing. owners. They've been the, gone now for how long? Oh, they've been gone forever. Money. Uh, they still uh, what's their make? net worth now? $200 million bucks, you know, so <laughs> no. business is good. They, they will cut. all end up with more everything. money. Not one. Not one of these illegal immigrants will ever end up on, a, on their property, not even close to their property. Oh, yeah, and to yeah. your point, right. we saw the party that the Obamas had at their house, well, maybe their third house a few weeks ago, yeah, yeah. and the tent was bigger than any circus tent I could have ever imagined to be at, right? I mean, yeah. I, my guess is there was a balloon man and probably some elephants at that party. I didn't but, know they made tents so big. Yeah, but you will never see an illegal immigrant uh, uh, at, at one of their homes, and yet they oh. do have six, seven uh, of, of, you know, bedrooms in that house. Could very easily fit them in. Yep. Dirt no bags. Exactly. I was told, so many people told me, you shouldn't call them dirt bags. I'm like, what should I call them? What should I call them? Hmm, I, you know what? I'm going to call them dirt bags. That's what they are. They're dirt bags. <laughs> that's the truth. Walt, hey, thanks for the call. We do appreciate it. And if, uh, as Walt hangs up, that's your cue to call in if you want to join us. 844 434 for TFG, that's 844-434-4834 is the number to get a hold of us here. And if you need us throughout the week, folks, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. There you'll find all the different things that we do from wealth planning to income planning to estate planning to retirement planning, wealth management. We have a private wealth group. We do home and auto insurance. On the other side of the break, we're going to be joined by Brian Janik to talk about Medicare as well. We do health insurance also and so much more. Go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, or call our office, 833-FIN-GUYS, 833-FIN-GUYS. All right, very short break. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, we are the Financial Guys. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. 
All righty, welcome back. you got the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and uh, we are here on the Financial Guys Radio Network, broadcasting from Buffalo to Syracuse. And if you want to join us, uh, what's that number again? 844, you think I'd have it memorized by now, 844-434-4TFG, 844-434-4TFG. And we're going to be joined by Brian uh, Faraci in just a second. He's also on the Medicare team. I got my Brian's mixed up. I was incorrect on who's joining us today. Before I do, though, i got to play this clip from Joe Biden because – this is we talked about the the uh, you know some of the jobs numbers earlier, and this is you know we talk about Joe Biden being just gone mentally. This this just pretty much highlights it right here. Requirements work, and as the business roundtable others told me when I announced the first requirement, that encouraged businesses to feel they could come in and demand the same thing of their employees. More people are getting vaccinated. More lives are being saved. Let's be clear. When you see headlines and reports of mass firings and hundreds mass of people losing firing. their jobs, look at the bigger story. No big deal. I've spoken with Scott Kirby, CEO of United Airlines, who's here today. United went from 59% of their employees to 99% of their employees in less than two months after implementing the requirement. 99%. So listen, genius. If you tell your employees who are only 59% vaccinated that if you don't go get vaccinated, we're going to fire you. And then you fire the people that are not yet vaccinated. My only question is, who's the left? Who's 1%? Oh, it's management probably. Oh, yeah. the owners probably didn't get it. That, That's right. Because wouldn't it be 100%? Yeah. I mean, yeah. shouldn't it go to 100? Should. should. You think? No, who's yeah, the 1% holdout at United Airlines? They're a big company. 1% is a lot of people. You're not kidding. Who's the 1% holdout, I wonder? And who didn't get fired? Who How didn't get fired? Be? How was that, that possible? Be? Yeah. How is that possible? Uh, Joe's real, real bright, real Unreal. bright, uh, totally okay. unconstitutional what they're doing. Right. Uh, amazing to me. They're not taking into account. First of all, if you really, really believe now, the CDC stats right now are six percent of seven hundred thousand people died of covid. Every life matters. Absolutely. One hundred percent. By the way, and we continue to say this, every action they did did not stop one death. Lock yourself in your house, well, put a face diaper over your head, made it worse, right? Didn't make it better. I'd be the first to say, if you could prove to me that the mask did saved one life, I would be up for it. They did not do anything except for uh, divide people and hurt people. And we will see all kinds of negative ramifications from I think these it's even worse. over the next 10 to 20 years. I think it's worse, Mike. They withheld known treatment. Yes. Right. There's sure. there's all kinds of stories out there yep. where where congressmen and their staff have gotten prescribed things like ivermectin. Right. Mm-hmm. In Florida, it works. You can you can go to these monoclonal antibody places. But in places like New York, think about this. In Ohio, the attorney general forbid any pharmacy or any doctor from prescribing hydroxychloroquine. Why? Why? Hmm. What? In some cases, I talked to a nurse uh, this week. Actually, she's a friend of mine uh, down in uh, uh, Gainesville, Florida. She works at the uh, uh, the educational hospital down there. She's a nurse, been a nurse for a long time. Uh, she had an adverse reaction to the vaccine. She's not anti-vax. She is now, but she, uh, she had a bad reaction. So she was just having a conversation on something. Wait, she had a bad reaction to the vaccine. Else. She did, yeah. That's a lie. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah, no, it doesn't happen. No, that doesn't happen. She, um, she, you know, she was telling me about how underreported some of that stuff goes. But, but no. more importantly, no. you know, that hospital, because they're a uh, educational hospital, they're allowed, and of course it's also Florida, they're allowed to actually treat patients. So they're able to give them things like ivermectin. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not a doctor. Mike's not a doctor. I'm not saying take it, don't take it. I'm saying there's something sinister and wrong 
when an attorney general who has no medical background with very early on in a pandemic is forbidding potential treatments. Why are we still not talking about therapeutics and treatments, right? I mean, things like Tamiflu have done amazing things for the flu. Well, Why are we not embracing? Well, of course, now that Merck has one, we might embrace it. Well, Merck's got a pill coming it, out. Especially right? to your point, Glenn, is when Governor DeSantis put up those help centers, uh, yeah. emergency room visits for COVID went down 70%. Huge. The monoclonal antibodies over center, the, next the treatment centers. 75%. Yes. Huge. Right? Huge. Huge. So, so Huge. we know it works. We know it works, right? right? There's right. the proof. Why are they Done. not doing it? Why Done. are we not talking about it? Why is it removed from Twitter? Why is it removed from Facebook? Why, if you have a, if you mentioned it on on uh, on YouTube, they removed the video. Think about this. You got Oscar De La Hoya, great shape, right? Perfect shape, in the hospital, uh, laid out with COVID and going, oh, my God, this is the worst thing ever, going through standardized treatments, right, uh, uh, which is basically nothing. I don't know if they give you anything in a lot of these hospitals. Right? Uh, uh, antibiotic, uh, antibiotics, maybe, and, and an IV to keep you hydrated. And that's about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, contrast that with Joe Rogan. It's still not in bad shape, not in the best of shape, but not in horrible shape. But he's certainly not Oscar De La Hoya. I don't think mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's getting into a ring anytime soon. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but, but yet beat it hands down in four days, knocked it on its butt it, with the treatment of zinc, ivermectin, other things, antibiotics, uh, uh, maybe a steroid. I think he had an he, he threw the kitchen sink at it. He was back on his feet, no problem, in four days. They made fun of Joe Rogan. It was all over the Internet, right? Oh, he's eating horse paste. Well, guess what? Oscar's laying in a hospital bed. He went out with his life four days later. But why are we not talking about this stuff? You have to ask yourself. Just think for common sense for a second, right? Why are we not in talking about any of this other sort of a therapeutics or anything like that? It's all about the same stuff that has it worse. Put their mask on, lock yourself in a closet, mm-hmm. don't come outside. Yeah. And, and, and sadly, you're seeing this mass psychosis of people yeah. because of it. How, how scary is this, Glenn? Just the opposite, right? So when, when Cuomo did his speech and he said, hey, I was shocked. 76% of people right. got COVID by hiding in their house and wearing a mask right. all the time. Okay. And now we know that the state of Florida dropped emergency room visits by 75% in a three-week right. period by right. giving them some of these treatments, right? right? Literally a 360, just the opposite, just the opposite of what we yeah. should be doing. The mainstream media is so corrupt. These people must be in bed with some of these uh pharmaceutical companies it's the only thing i and can the bureaucrats. why would you not yep. treat sick people when we know we've got things that will help them well the media just takes the talking points from the from the deep state you know operatives and in, in uh, wherever they are the, the, the dnc wherever that might be but the, the, you know you have to ask yourself again you know why are they not embracing us all right we got to get in uh, brian farage before we miss a uh, segment mm-hmm. on this break so brian thanks for joining us we appreciate it and uh, thanks for coming on now it is the season uh, for Medicare, actual enrollment season is uh, really underway. We can start talking about the different plans now. So what's changed, Brian? What What's kind of the new you know highlight uh, that is the biggest changes this year? And wouldn't it be great if I could share all the information with all your listeners? Ah, except for it. the fact that Medicare has some rules mm. uh, where we're not allowed to share plan specifics. Gotcha. Um, but the well, we got another government program. I guess the only positive is that between <laughs> Buffalo, Rochester, and Syracuse, and Batavia, New York, where we do have uh, access to, you will have access to independent experts in every one of those. The plans are very different, right? Syracuse very different than Buffalo. So our AHIP certified reps in Buffalo are are Buffalo. Uh, uh, spe- uh, specific when it comes to understanding those plans, where the folks out in Syracuse and Rochester understand those plans as uh, as well, right? Right. Yeah, the, the plans are very different. The doctor and hospital networks are different, and even the the most popular companies are different. 
The, the one thing that's going to stay the same, though, is that now these companies are releasing their give-back programs where they can give money back to your Social Security account. I'm assuming most people have seen the commercials on TV, but what are you actually giving up to get that money? So you have to look deep into those plans and talk to one of us to see, you know, my, am I giving up some of my ancillary benefits? Am I giving up my low co-pays just to get a few bucks back? Um, so that's been the biggest question over the past week. Yeah. yeah some of these things seem to come out very gimmicky. You know, I hate to say that, but it's like, hey, you know, free cash back. But then you got to read the fine print to find out you just lost your, you know, something else, right? That's a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you if you lose your dental that you rely on every year, your cleanings and your x-rays, then, you know, that $50 is not worth it in, in most cases. Yeah. Right. Uh, Brian, but independent. It's not one size fits all. Brian, independent AHIP certified reps in Syracuse. We're going to help the folks out there, Rochester, Batavia, and, and Buffalo, New York. Um, what's the cost to do that? I think that's, you know, the concern is always, boy, I really would like a second opinion on my Medicare. I'd like to see if, you know, what's changed. I'd like to be on top of it. But, boy, you know, can can they afford to pop into one of our offices? Cost, it's absolutely free. We, then the plans do not change. So whether you come see someone independent or you go to the carrier, we're not going to change the, the cost. Most important thing is we're doing what's in the best interest of the member, the client, not the insurance company. Yeah. So we're we're fully independent, licensed with all the major carriers across New York State, for that matter, not just Buffalo, Rochester, and Syracuse. Yeah, it's a complimentary yeah. consultation. Look, this stuff changes every year. Even signing up for it the right way, you know, people always ask us as owning a financial institution for twenty something, financial business for twenty years, money management. Why did you develop a Medicare division? Well, we see, we saw a lot of people sign up for it wrong and get hurt. Right, mm-hmm. that money yeah. was coming out of their portfolios, right, <laughs> and yep. when they could have just maybe swapped to another plan. And so we saw the importance of of people being educated with Medicare. I'm a big believer, and Glenn is as well, with certifications and really, really being certified and understanding what we're doing, and that's what we have access to. Brian, thank you so much, buddy. I know you're busy. Uh, Syracuse, uh, Rochester, Batavia, and Buffalo, they need to get on the schedule right away, right? 833-FIN-GUYS if they need some help. Yeah, call call right away. Um, You know, appointments are filling up fast, but we'll make room for everyone. Whether you can pop into our office or whether we have to come out to you, it's not a big deal. Yeah, Zoom meetings as well. A lot of people using Zoom now, one of the positives from COVID. So uh, we'll, we'll make sure we take it. Uh, we do whatever we have to do to educate you on making sure you've got the right plan for your Medicare and for your family, okay? 833-FIN-GUYS. Mr. Brian, thank you so much, buddy. Have a good weekend, guys. Thank you. Uh, have a good weekend. Appreciate it. Yeah, friends and family have the best of intentions, not always the best of advice. So please seek out a, a professional, whether it comes to, to Medicare, investments, insurance, whatever. You know, everybody tries to give you their, their two cents, and they, they, they do mean well. But oftentimes they have, in most cases, they have no idea, unless, of course, you shared it with them and they're an expert, what's your health, you know, your medical history, your doctor, mm-hmm. your your prescriptions, and, and all that and stuff. And to your so point, same is true with investment planning, right? We see it all the time. How did you pick this stuff? I don't know. My brother-in-law he knows a lot right. well is he a registered right. investment advisor is he a fiduciary yeah. no, no, right. no 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 he works yeah. at xyz right so get a professional if you want our team 833 fin guys and go to our website by the way to find out more about the financial guys at the again the you can find out all of our different departments as well as all of our social media links so you can find out there all right whole another hour to go more special guests to come more of your phone calls as well uh, 844-434-4TFG. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Money. 
<laughs> Nothing to see here. This is the show where money meets politics. We will answer your financial questions. We do manage money Monday through Friday. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. You know, we have a ton of fun with this show. Long story short, he said you're offending a whole group of people. Well, duh. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want them. Well, I didn't do anything wrong, and now I'm going to plead the fifth. So <laughs> screw you. Yeah. Like, really? I mean, you know, I added to screw you, of course, but <laughs> we've done this show for 20 years. Ever. I'm getting sick of winning. Winning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want to join us on the air, we'll welcome Tom in Boston, Don in Rochester, Rambo Jim in North Tonawanda. It's hard to believe that 20 years has gone by so fast. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Hey guys, hour number two. You're on the Financial Guys Radio Network. I'm Glenn Wiggle here with Mike Lomas, and of course, we are the Financial Guys. With you for 20-some years, 22 years, I think, 23 years on the radio now. It's been a long, long time. I, I signed on for a two-year gig, and uh, that was in 1999. <laughs> it's hard to believe. I've started this show before I even had kids. I think I, this show, I think, started before I was even married, uh, as crazy as that is. And uh, here we are. I've got two kids in college. They're both home for the weekend, which is nice. So anyway, we are going to bring on our next special guest here, Charlie Spraza, in just a second. But I do want to play... Uh, a couple of sound clips, and I do have a couple of callers I have to get to. Um, I want to play this real quick, Mike. This is um, this is kind of crazy, and and honestly, it's uh, you know when when I say things like you know this regime in Washington is a communist regime, and people say, "No, come on, Glenn, no. you're being no, come on," no. and then and then they and then nuts. they pick. No, come on. And then they pick somebody to regulate the banks who literally has received the Lenin Award. <laughs> no lie, you folks. Can, you cannot make this, make this stuff up. You just can't. Let me just say this. There's a, how, how many millions of people in this country? 330, 340 million people? They couldn't find anybody that right. was more qualified, that didn't have some of the connections that this lady has to run she's, our banking system? She's Soviet-born. Uh, uh, from the USSR, she admires the USSR economy. Now, mind you, for those of you out there in the audience that might say, well, you know, come on, Glenn, the USSR economy was great until it collapsed, right? <laughs> it for wasn't. those of you that say, right, for those <laughs> of you that say, because remember, there's no USSR anymore, right? For those of you that say, you know, but, but they were equal, Glenn. They were all poor. 77% of Venezuelans now are below the poverty line. 77%. This is what they want to do in this country. Look at New York City. New York City just eliminated the gifted programs. Why? Because they were racist, right? Never you mind that black kids were in those gifted classes too, right? Never mm -hmm. you mind that you know brains and intelligence are not necessarily predicated by skin color. Never no, forget about that. For no, example, no. let's just make sure that we lower everybody down to the lowest common denominator, so everybody is uneducated mm -hmm. and everybody is poor. Because in Democrats' minds, that's fairness, that's equality, right? This is well, and, and as we've always said, they don't care what they rule over as right. long as they're ruling, right? If everybody's right. poor together, except for that elite class, like the That's John right. Carries of the world yeah. and the, the yeah. Bidens and the Obamas yeah. of the world and yeah. the Clintons do you of think the that, world, they'll be fine. Yeah. Who do you think that 23% of Venezuela is, right? That's Maduro, right. his family, his oh, contacts, his partners. The finest his, of cigars, right? the finest of wine. Finest yep. for everything, right? This is uh, Stitchfield's show. on. Uh, this is on Newsmax. He did a piece on... Uh, Biden's Soviet-born currency nominee, admiring the USSR's economy and uh, praising USSR for gender equality, mm. right? Never mind, remember they put people in gulags, but that's okay. <laughs> this is nuts. This is really crazy. City of Moscow. She received a scholarship named after Vladimir Lenin. She wrote a paper titled, 
Karl Marx's Economic Analysis and the Theory of Revolution in the Capital, a paper she scrubbed from her resume now, by the way. Her name is Saul Amarova. By all accounts, she is a communist. And she is also Biden's pick to lead the office of the controller of the currency. She has said she wants to end banking as we know it. She wants all banking services provided through the Federal Reserve, not private banks. She has also proposed the creation of the federal agency called the National Investment Authority. This is scary, folks. Do you know what she wants to do with that agency? Quote, manage public stakes in bailed out private firms. That one little statement is part of a really large paper. And to me, that means what she wants is that any business that takes government bailout money could be taken over by the federal government by her National Investment Authority. Consider how many companies took China virus payroll protection money. Mm -hmm. All of them, if she gets her way, would be subject to government takeover. This is not even hiding the leftist communist agenda. No doubt. I mean, you are, it's unbelievable that they just, it's right out in the open. It's just like, here we go. Yep. It's crazy. No clue what's going on. So not a clue. No, no. So so basically, she went on to say, depending on the circumstances, it would operate as a sovereign asset manager, venture capitalist, lender, insurer, equity holder, or business partner to private firms and public entities engaged in socially beneficial, productive activities. Can't think of a better right, business partner. Right off of the commie boat. Right Can't there, think of a right? better business partner than the government. Let's hope our Republicans in Washington get their act together mm-hmm. and don't pass this nominee, please. Please, can we not have a communist as a currency yeah. director they in just, charge of our national banking system? I yep. mean, seriously. Yep. Continue to negotiate. That's what they do. Right. Let's talk. Let's let's talk this through. <sighs> and you know what the Democrats say? No. 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 Exactly. No. All right. Let's clean up a couple of phone lines, and then we'll get to uh, Charlie Spraz, our, our special guest here. Let's go to uh, John in Rochester, who's been patiently waiting. Hey, John, how you doing? Hey, Glenn and Mike. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, Lovely Warren actually will be still mayor until December 1st. Oh, so good. she's officially still mayor. And, uh, oh, she didn't know. Have, she, did, she didn't know what was going on in her so own So she household. resigned, but she figured she'd just, you know, keep working until right around Christmas and then take that time off. But, but i gotta, gotcha. I got to tell you, the one thing I was really uh, backing her on, and I'm not sure if she changed her position or this or not, but initially she got in trouble with the... Uh, Teachers' unions, because she was a big advocate for charter schools. So I give her that plus. But the other, you know, the other thing I wanted to talk about is <laughs> my, my guess is my guess is the Democrat Party just happened to find out what her husband was doing once she took that stance. Yeah, probably. I think it's a, I think it's a setup. I think you're right. I think they she was set up by the Democratic Party in Monroe County because there was a power play going on. There was no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we know the Democrats can break the law whenever they want and have no consequences whatsoever. So the only time there's actually consequences applied are when uh, when they don't like that person. Like, look at Como. Como just used, you know, he outlived his usefulness, right? If Como was still useful to the Democrat Party, he'd still be sitting in office right now. They just decided at some point that he was no longer useful, and so they were going to get rid of him. Matt Lauer, and, right? Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer abusing women for years, challenged the Clinton, yep. uh, Hillary Clinton. One question. One question. Ruined his career. Done. <laughs> One Done. question. Done. Well, that and all the sexual harassment, that ruined his, that really ruined his career. But, you know, but, but that was going honesty, on well prior to that. Well prior. Well prior. He'd still be doing it. He'd still be there doing it to this day had he not asked Hillary about her emails. One question. 
One question. <laughs> Thought he was going to be a hero. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> anyway. All right. Hey, John, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Let me slip in one more before the break here, and then we'll bring on Charlie Sparazzo. Let's go to uh, Tim in Getzville. Hey, Tim, how you doing, buddy? Hey, okay. Um, I don't understand why uh, his governor can't amass uh, his national guard, his state national guard and uh, prevent him from would he be arrested for going against the u.s government or something and then lastly and second thing you know with JF, jfk uh, anniversary coming up the assassination <laughs> uh I, I don't wish it on anybody but i gotta say i would not shed a tear if anything like sort of happened to the, anyone in like from the Schumer to the Pelosi yeah, to Biden, and we, we need we well, need to, I don't know, I know. Like that. We need we need to uh, we we need to make something sure we're natural. People. Maybe a tree will fall on her or something. Hey, <laughs> I don't wish it. Well, Tim, I you mean, can expect a visit I, from I the FBI. I wouldn't <laughs> Tim, it <laughs> no, was nice to know Tim. you. Um, yeah, no, no. I'm just yeah. Tim. Look, you know, obviously, I I we I hear your frustration, right? I, and uh, we'll never really know what happened in that case. It's very coincidental that you know the uh, was a Jack Ruby who shot uh, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald before he had a chance to ever speak, right? That seems awfully very fishy. Yeah. The way that whole thing went down. Here's the thing: we don't we don't want to wish ill on anybody. Uh, uh, no. This is real easy. We've got six million registered gun owners in this state. And they don't show up to vote. That's it. Mm-hmm. That, that's, don't blame these people. Don't blame Schumer. Blame everybody who owns a gun who isn't bright enough to know that they're going to try to take that, that, that away from them. Right? That's coming next. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. So, hey, Tim, thanks for the call. We appreciate look it. Look in the and, mirror. Uh, get involved. Get involved yeah. in your own school levels. You're, yeah. I, look at I, we, Glenn and I have been involved in governor's races. We've donated money to different conservative parties. And can't tell you the things we've been involved with over the last 20 years. You know what I wasn't involved with? My local school. I am now. I am now. That's wow. how we make a change. You and don't now, push ill on people. You and, get involved on a town level. And if we did that, yeah. geographically, we could take over this entire state. And if we actually hired people, and I mean hire people like super town supervisors, school board superintendents that actually had a set of stones, if we could find just a few with little sets of stones, we could actually make big change. Because we would, yeah. we would have superintendents that would, the school board would say, hey, our kids are not going in with face diapers on, and you're going to listen to us or you'll be fired. And all it would take is a few schools to do that, and lo and behold, our kids would not be wearing face diapers anymore. Can't yep. find any. You know why? Because nobody's gotten involved to, to, well, uh, to find people with stones. None. And now those that have gotten involved are being threatened by the FBI as potential domestic terrorists. I mean, think about how sickening that is. The, yep. the left-wing, radical left-wing uh, a national school uh, administration. Uh, what's her her, her uh, lunatic? Uh, Randy Weingarten sends an email or a letter to the administration, her elected uh, you know officials, whatever, saying you know we we can't have these parents speaking out of turn at these uh, at these school. We can't have you know. Think about all the things they've said, right? The, 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 on, on, in testimony, they were even asked a question. Well, who's more important? Well, we, we not the parents. Not no. We we need to <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Terry uh, McAuliffe, right? Nope. The parents should not be the ones that are directing the school's uh, curriculum. Oh no. So you're going to indoctrinate my kids? Remember that lunatic. I'll find it throughout the break uh, from MSNBC who came out and said, we need to break the notion that your children belong to you. Oh, right? yeah. well, I'll tell you what, when you start paying my kids college tuition, right. we'll talk about my kids being belonging <laughs> right. to you. How right now you? they belong to me still. How about so. their milk and cookies? <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a very short yeah. break. But, I'll but find that, that point, clip. Though, let me just say this. Crazy. If you win the school board, you get to vote in or fire or hire who that superintendent is, right? And I'll tell you what, there's a lot less screaming 
if you've got a conservative town, as as literally 80% of New York is, right, with a school board that's got a conservative agenda for the kids, a, an agenda for the kids, right, to make these kids good, to give them the education they need, and to not be ranting about, you know, the J- January 6th Capitol at a, at a board, uh, a riots at a board uh, meeting, or indoctrinating these kids with this woke garbage, right? You've got the power to change some of this stuff, and, and these boards step up, they, they've got the power to make change. The fact of the matter is, from Buffalo all the way to New York City, we've just let these left-wing lunatics you know, take over yeah. the school districts, and we don't even know who's running them, where they are. Who, and we're starting to yep. find that out now, right? Now that, people, now that the kids were staying at home and parents started to say, wait a minute, I better question who's running my school board. And lo and behold, they turn on the Zoom meeting and they find out, oh, it's Lefty Lucy and she's nuts. How did how did Lefty Lucy get in there? I don't know. I don't even know who she is. Right. Yeah. They're starting to ask questions now. That could be a positive out of this whole COVID thing. Let me play this real quick before the break. Melissa Harris Perry, MSNBC host back in 2003, said this. This is a commercial that they produced and aired. Thought it was a good idea. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then we start making better investments. Uh Uh-huh. So your kids don't belong to you. Remember that when they pull your kid out of school and vaccinate them without against your will. So, all right, very short break. Other side of the break, Charlie Spraz, we're talking some life insurance. you got questions, line them up, uh, 844-434-4TFG. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Alrighty, welcome back. You got the financial guys, Glenn Mike Lomas. If you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. We've got all kinds of different departments. We're going to check in with one just here in a second. Eight three three Fin Guys is the number. Eight three three Fin Guys, which is eight three 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 four six four eight nine seven. And of course, you can always go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. We will find all the different departments as well as all of our social media links and links to our podcast. I forgot to mention earlier that the interview with. Uh, uh, with with uh, Sheriff uh, Daniels, uh, we just played a little bit of a clip of that with uh, uh, Mike Sparaza. That's available on our TFG Truth podcast, which is separate from Mike and I's podcast. But you can reach, you can get both podcasts by going to our website again, thefinancialguys.com, as well as links to our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of our social media stuff. All right, let's jump right in with Charlie Sparaza. We are way long in the last segment, and uh, we're supposed to have him on right at the top of the hour. So my apologies, Charlie. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm terrific. Thanks for having me on. I want to make two quick comments, and we'll jump right in. One, I want to give a shout-out. There was about 50 people today on Niagara Falls Boulevard in Maple with big signs, stop tyranny, and stop us from speaking up. I mean, it was nice. They were standing in the rain. I don't know what the, the rally was about, but it was pretty cool. The second thing is Biden, he couldn't pick his nose, so he didn't pick anybody for the banking business. That's the Clinton and the, the other machine, the Obama machine. Oh, for sure. So let's get right yeah. into it. What do you, what do you want to chat about today? Let's talk about. I was talking to a client the other day, and uh, and this kind of just you know dawned on me. I wasn't thinking about it, but we were having a conversation about converting. He's got a fairly large balance in his IRA. He's up into you know over a million dollars, and he's got a couple of children. And he's like, you know, I don't want to leave my kids a tax headache, and I don't really need this money. I got to take on my requirement of distributions, but because I'm thinking about starting to convert this to a Roth IRA. 
And so we started talking about it. I'm like, you know, that's not a bad idea because then you're leaving your kids tax-free money. And then the light bulb in my head went off. I'm like, well, wait a minute now. If you're going to take money out of an IRA, pay tax on it to put it into a tax-free account, what better way to do that by utilizing a life insurance policy that can take that same, let's say, 10000 or 20000 as opposed to taking $20,000 out of your IRA, converting it to a Roth and still having it worth twenty? You could take $20,000 out of your IRA, move it to a life insurance policy, and make it quarter million overnight, tax-free to your kids. Clearly seems to be a better option to me. Can you explain how that might work or, or why that works well and maybe go over uh, you know, some of the strategies that we've, we've you know, used for clients over the years? There's a lot of different ways to do it. That one is just the key one. If you're going to take the distribution, if you're going to change it to a Roth, well, you got to pay the tax on the 20 anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So, but if you're really worried about the tax issue, you take the 20 and you do. You buy maybe even more than a quarter of a million, half a million. That benefit then becomes tax-free to your children, and that allows them to pay the tax and leave the investment as it was if you didn't get to convert it all over to a Roth. So, you know, whatever me- was left, you know the new rule, you have to take it over 10 years. You can't right. spread it over your lifetime. Right. So we used to talk about, you know, IRAs kind of leaving them intact, letting kids take them over, and then you can do a stretch IRA. Now the stretch IRA changes, limits you to a 10-year stretch, basically. So all the money your beneficiaries receive have to be out of that IRA within 10 years. Let me give you the real numbers on that example, because I think it'll be eye-opening to people. This client has uh, 2.5, roughly $2.4 million in an IRA. His required minimum distribution at his age is about $140,000 a year. Right, so he's leaving his kids quite the tax consequence, right? That $140,000 a year, though, taking, you know, $40,000 out for taxes, putting, you know, $100,000 into a policy adds an additional, not just $100,000 to a Roth IRA, adds an additional almost $3 million of tax-free money in addition to his existing IRA onto the kids. This is a no-brainer, folks. I mean, if you're, if you're not going to use your money, I mean, if you're spending it down, if, you, if you're using it to you know, to pay your mortgage, to pay your expenses, to, to you know, buy your food every month, this is not the strategy for you, right? If you are somebody, however, who is not using all of their income for retirement, all their assets to drive income in retirement, you know, let's say you've got a pension or maybe you've, you know, maybe you've just been a great saver and you don't need all these resources, what a great way to leverage to leave money on the next generation. It is a no-brainer, absolutely. What are some of the other it things is, that people can look at, Charlie? I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, there's a lot of different things. I mean, I just did one recently. He wanted to convert the whole thing right now from traditional IRA to Roth, and it was going to cost him like 90 grand. And in his situation, what we did was we went and we took a 15-year mortgage Spread the tax over the fifteen years. Use that ninety to use the money from the mortgage to pay the ninety grand. Kept his whole investment intact. Now it's all tax free going forward. And then we purchased the life insurance to offset the ninety. So now his kids are going to get everything tax free when it's all said and done. And he spread the tax burden over the next fifteen years instead of having to do it all in one year. Mm-hmm. So that's another theory to, to work with. But the one you just mentioned, the neat thing about that is. He, he, we have, you know, we have a couple of people that we've done this with already where they've got pensions and Social Security, and they're not even using that. And that's what makes this IRA distribution, doing it the right way, converting it to Roth, make it more attractive. They buy these large amounts of life insurance. You know it's tax-free. There's the other benefit that's attached to it, too, that nobody ever talks about. If you got disabled with a point where you needed care in your home or in a nursing home or system facility, you could tap into that death benefit to help pay that. And again, leaving the investment alone. 
So these are other things that people need to think about. It's not just one-dimensional, and it's not just only buy a life insurance policy. There's lots of different ways to travel down this road to solve some of the problems that are out there. Yeah. Charlie, the, the other thing before we let you go is you're independent, right? So you can shop to get people the best rates on all this stuff, which is so important. Absolutely. Yep, Absolutely. No you know, I'm going to give you a quick quick one, too. I had a gentleman, he's, he's really suffering right now. He's he's dying of pancreatic cancer, and he had some life insurance. And I, I just happened to we were visiting. I was a friend of mine. And we went to his policy, and it turns out, He's got waiver premium on it. He's on Social Security disability. Nobody, nobody even told him. Now what we have to do is go back in. And we got all the premium back that he paid. They're going to pay it until he dies. I mean, God willing, live another couple of years. Doesn't look so good, but but these are other things that people need to dust it all off. Take a look at what they have and make sure that it's doing what it's supposed to do. And if not, you need to make the adjustment. Right. If we can help you, if we can help you out, folks, call us at the office eight three three Fin Guys, or again, go to our website thefinancialguys.com. We'll hook you up with Charlie, and uh, you can take a look and kick the tires. And it's not just about price, right? Like you just mentioned, you know, some policies have special features like waiver or premium and things like right. that. Uh, you know, the, the nursing home right. rider and whatnot. So, hey, Charlie, can you stick with us? We got to take a very short break, but I have one more question for sure. you on the other side when yep. it comes to Biden's tax okay. proposal. Right. So stick with us. You've got the financial guys. You want to join us? Eight four 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 three four four TFG. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. We'll be right back here on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back. Financial guys, Glenn Michael, Mike Lomas. And uh, if you need us again throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS, 833-FIN-GUYS, 346-4897. Or again, you go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, and you can find, again, all of our social media links, all the things that we do. We've been in business in Western New York since 95, so it's 27, 28 years, something like that. Well, we do have investment professionals and an investment committee with our RIA investment advisory firm called Independent Solutions, the money management arm of the financial guys, where we now have three chartered financial analysts. We work as a fiduciary, and we have over 200 combined years on just that committee of investment experience, you know, war horses that have been in the business literally since, you know, the late 70s or, or early 80s. Uh, and, and one of which, uh, Paul Meeks, is on CNBC uh, just about every single week, if not multiple times a week, as uh, still considered to this day the one of the top tech investors in the country. You can only get Paul through Independent Solutions to our office. You can call us again, 833-FIN-GUYS. All right. Before the break, we were talking with Charlie. I'm going to get back to him in a second. I wanted to mention this, though, Mike. Saul Omarova, who is the uh, the new uh, uh, you know proposed uh, commerce czar, right? This is the you know, banking uh, uh, czar here. This is absolutely crazy. This is this is from her. This is what she sent out uh, just last year, March 20, 31st, uh, 2019. This was her tweet. Until I came to the U.S., I couldn't imagine that things like gender pay gaps still existed in today's world. Say what you will about old USSR. There was no gender pay gap there. Market doesn't always know best. Well, let me tell you about the old USSR. You couldn't get toilet paper, okay? Everybody <laughs> was poor. She's right. There was no gender gap. There, there was, was no gender pay was gap. Poor Everybody was poor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, this is who we want to put in charge of our banking no. system? Are, you, are we insane? Yeah, we I are. mean, folks, call your senator, call your congressman. Enough is enough. Like, we have to be flooding Washington yeah. circuit boards yeah. with this kind of garbage, I, or we're going to get screwed. couldn't agree more, and it's important to call. Oh, By the way, I mentioned in the man. first hour there was a, a mass case, getting the face diapers off these children, which is absolutely disgusting, sickening to think that children are going to school 
with a 0% chance of dying from something with a face diaper wrapped around their head all day. There was a case this week in, uh, in Buffalo, and uh, Judge Jeanette Ogden seemed to not really care about it. She was a no. uh, former President? Uh, nah. yeah, former employee of Mark <laughs> Polenkars's 716-845-2796. 716-845-2796. She basically said, eh, you know what? Governor's got very, very, very broad powers. If anything... Anything, any health crisis, really, basically, it doesn't matter. She can just do whatever she wants to do. So, well, keep in mind that they've already uh, considered the gun violence to be a health uh, problem. By well, the that's way, where it's coming. I thought the Safe Act fixed all that. The Safe Act in New York was supposed to fix everything. Well, everything right? got safer since that, right? No, no, mm. no, it didn't mm. happen. No, no, it didn't anyway, happen. all right. We, uh, by the way, I do want to mention we have offices in our flagship office in Williamsville, New York, outside of Buffalo. We have an office in Batavia, an office in Rochester, soon to be in Syracuse. Office down in South Florida in Jupiter. We're going to check in one of our uh, Florida counterparts in just a second here. But let's finish up with Charlie Sparazza. He is uh, 40-some years in the industry himself. I think 40, what, 42 years in the industry, Charlie? How long have you been around? Charlie? What happened to Charlie? Uh-oh. Do we have Charlie? Charlie. Uh-oh. Charlie, you there? He's been around a long time. There you long go. Time. Charlie's been I'm around here. so long, he's still trying to use the dial-up phone. Charlie, how long have you been in the business for? <laughs> Uh, it's going to be 42 years this February. My oh, dial-up right. didn't work so well. <laughs> Charlie, I want to thank you for holding over the break. I do appreciate it. I just want to ask you one last question. I couldn't quite get it in that last segment, but it comes. it's regarding Joe Biden's uh, tax proposals. There's a lot in this $3.5 trillion proposal. Now, we don't know if it's going to go through or what parts or whatnot, but all kinds of stuff from raising the marginal income tax brackets to raising capital gains uh, to treating capital gains as ordinary income if you're over a certain income limit. Um, you know, we we have never been huge proponents in our office of, of with using life insurance necessarily as a, a savings vehicle. However, if they change some of these tax laws, it may make that very attractive. Can you just talk about how that works and what some of the benefits are from a funding and, a, and an income standpoint, how you would utilize a life insurance policy? I'm going to give you a quick example. We had a, we had a doctor in the middle of the state, and his, he's 59 years old, and his goal was he maxed out everything already. The, the, the 401Ks, all the things he could take deductions for, he's done. But he has excess money. He still needs to put it somewhere. So we, we went through this program with him, and it turned out that, and this is kind of complicated for radio, but let me just give you a quick bird's eye view. We set up this program for him so that at 60, 70 years old, he'll be able to withdraw $300,000 a year tax-free out of this plan for the rest of his life. And here's the special bonus with him, and it's unique for him. He didn't put in one penny out of his pocket. It was done through this mechanism we used through premium funding. But for the for everybody that has the opportunity to put money away, into these programs, they can they will grow their tax deferred and then tax free based on how you take them out later on. And it's a great tool because there's no rules. There's no fifty nine and a half. There's no seventy two and a half. It's you start taking it when you can, and you supplement your income, and it's all tax free money. Hmm. Now the government's been after this for years, and I've been doing this forty two years, and they've been after it for forty two years. They won't win. <laughs> and even just another point, though they've been trying, but they can't do this. And, and even now that they want to reduce the the death tax down a uh, right now it looks like 5.8 million uh, per husband and wife combined for a single person 5.8, which is going to be another problem because based on the way the economy has gone and people's investments, real estate, it's putting a lot of people in that in that surrounding. 
that yep. they're going to have to look at life insurance to offset the tax. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just another tool to take out tax-free and help offset the tax when you do die. Yeah, it really is amazing yeah. when you look at that, what they call it, a stimulus or whatever they're trying to mask this thing with. But it's really all, a huge part of it is all tax increases, Get, like you said, Glenn, getting oh, rid sure. of the capital gains step up, the, de- the step up on death. I mean, it's just not, st- whatever they do, we've said that for 20 years, what the Democrats do is show up and try to figure out ways to take your money. That's it. Monday through Friday. They don't work Saturday, Sunday. They're at the Obama mansion now, partying it up in a big tent. That's maskless. right. We- but Monday through <laughs> yeah. Friday, they work on ways to steal your money. That is yeah. it. That is it. Weekends, a Friday afternoon, they stop by Biden. Sorry, go ahead. People have to to wake up, too, and, you know, understand that there's other things that they can be doing to help themselves while somebody else is trying to steal their money. I mean, they they really have to step up and look into it. It's not for everybody. I'm going to just throw that out there right there, but but certainly look into it. Can't hurt. Yeah, don't just throw up your hands and say, I can't do anything. I'm screwed. There are things that we can do. There's a lot of things we can do from opportunity zones, the life insurance, the tax credits, and all kinds of shelters. Uh, Just give us a call at the office, 833-FIN-GUYS, and uh, again, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, and uh, we'll do the best we can to to keep more money in your pocket and away from Uncle Sam. Charlie, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, have a good weekend. Have a great weekend. All right. I was just going to say there, you know, Democrats on Friday afternoon usually swing by Hunter Biden's house, pick up their party supply for the weekend, and, mm-hmm. you know, show up maskless at, uh, you know, the, you know, their favorite 800-person birthday party. So, yeah. you know, well, Hunter's a good dad times. now. I'm sure he's taking care of his oh. child. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm sure he's a dad uh, many yeah. times over. Yes, Grandpa absolutely. Joe, I'm sure Grandpa he's taking Joe. care of that baby as well. Yeah. They're just all loving. Think They're about how loving. much of a dirtbag it takes. Think about that. You knocked up. You didn't even. He's. It's, it's admitted. It's It's not even like it's a, it's, it's just a debatable, right? They did DNA tests. Mm-hmm. It's his kid yeah he knocked up a stripper right the stripper had a baby he fought for years to give this kid and her mother nothing nothing he claimed i don't have any money i don't have any money and then as soon as the case was over daddy gets elected she goes away by the way she's gone mm-hmm. right the stripper and the kid are completely mm-hmm. disappeared right somebody there's no more mention of them whatsoever so i hope some... somebody paid her off she deserved to be paid off yeah, i mean no. that no, would be the right thing off. to do he needs to be a dad right going yeah. back to your comments before about Oh, it takes a community to raise a kid. No. Right. You know what? Step up and be a, takes a, 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 yeah, a, a man. mom and a dad. That's yeah, right. That's what it Well, takes. he went on to buy a $5 million mansion in, in, in California, Hunter Biden. After claiming poverty for two years and fighting to not give his, his, uh, his, his uh, well, girlfriend, I don't know, uh, and child any sort of support whatsoever, claiming poverty, turns around, buys a $5 million house after well, buying a book deal. What well, a That's because the artwork finally fell Disgusting. in place. Right? I guess so. All right, let's sneak in another. And the, and the gig uh, with China paid off. Oh, they give we try it for sure. <laughs> Let's sneak another guest. Uh, we, as I mentioned, we have offices not only in Western New York and all over New York State, but also down in South Florida. And our main headquarters in Florida is in Jupiter, Florida, but we also have associates on the West Coast of Florida. So let's welcome Ruth Lattice. Ruth has an office over on the west coast of Florida in Fort Myers. So, Ruth, thank you so much for holding. We got a little bit behind in today's show, so running about 10, 15 minutes behind today. So thanks for holding. Sorry about the delay. No worries at all. I'm really so happy to be calling in today. You guys are terrific business partners. Well, thank you. And you as well. Um, We're going to talk about Medicare because lots of folks go from New York to Florida, Mm -hmm. right, Uh, and and back, right? Some people are half and half. Some are are snowbirds. Some have gone. A lot not coming back, though. A lot not coming back. That's right. Tell us about some of the differences with Medicare in Florida and, and why maybe having a Florida counterpart might make sense for somebody. Sure, and you're absolutely right. We're getting a lot more one-way trips now than we used to, uh, but there's still a fair amount of people who uh, live in both places. You know, basically, if you're living in two places and you might want to get your 
primary care in two places, you're going to want a plan that works in both places. That just makes sense. But, uh, you know, sometimes people don't know what to purchase and they don't know the different types of policies. You know, the Advantage plans are the ones that have networks with HMOs and PPOs. And the uh, supplement plans are more open structure. It's more a la carte. And any doctor anywhere, anytime is available to you uh, if you take a, a supplement plan. So in general, you just uh, need to look at what your needs are going to be. And then once a year, uh, we have our opportunity for open enrollment to change plans if we need to. When you move is also uh, a qualifying event, so we can change plans at your move. Uh, So you've been helping a lot of people, Ruth, that uh, go back and forth. I don't think people really understand that when it comes to Medicare. They just think, well, I've got this plan. I signed up. But then they don't realize, hey, look, if you're leaving New York, you might need to really do something different. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's really a good idea to you know, flesh that out beforehand. Talk with professionals that have licenses to, you know, show you your options. Uh, you know, every every year I get a, a call at least once a year, somebody saying, "Oh, I'm so glad you educated me about this because you just saved me fifty thousand dollars that I would have spent on uh, a surgery." Yeah, right. That, that's one of the things we were talking about. They before. don't always so- know. People will say, why do you have a Medicare department? Well, because we've seen that money come out of portfolios, right? We've seen. Now, this is the season. And, you know, would you recommend that everybody look at their Medicare every year? You know, it's funny because a lot of people have the opportunity in New York to look at it all throughout the year, but they still don't. I know October 1st, (laughs) that department in every one of our offices, Buffalo, Rochester, Batavia, now Syracuse, and down in South Florida where you are, uh, all of a sudden, the phone lines light up. It's like, uh, for whatever reason, that's the time they're going to look at their plan now. Uh, would, would you do that every year? I mean, is it, is it something that, that, that it's that important that you should at least get a, a checkup? Absolutely. You should check up uh, at least once a year with your agent, depending on the type of plan you have. If you're on a supplement plan, that you really don't touch. That just automatically renews, uh, usually on the months that you uh, aged into that product. Um, but you're medication plan, your drug plan, uh, absolutely should be shopped every year because from this year to next year, your medication list may change and the plan that was friendly to you with the current enrollment year may not be so friendly, you know, moving ahead. So at least check your drug plan every year. And uh, if you're on the Advantage plan, which uh, combines all of it into one ID card, the drug plan and the medical together, uh, you absolutely want to check the new benefits every year because those plans change every single year. They get filed with the state, and we've got an opportunity to switch every year. Perfect. Awesome. All right, Ruth. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And if anybody needs uh, you know, Ruth down in Florida, 833-FIN-GUYS. You can reach that our office. We'll put you in touch. And uh, as you said, lots, uh, lots of clients going down to Florida with one-way tickets and not coming back and want to make sure that these clients are covered. When it comes to their health care, health care can be a huge cost. You get it wrong. It can cost you tens of thousands of dollars. That's not that's no joke. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had situations where clients have gotten sick in Florida to the point where they were unable to travel and couldn't get back to their primary doctors. And now they're stuck using out of state, out of network and paying through the teeth. So just be careful. Make sure that absolutely. you know what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, give us a call. We can help you uh, down there as well. And we'll put you in touch with somebody like Ruth. OK, thank you for uh, thanks for joining us. Ruth, we appreciate it. Thank you, guys.
Take awesome. Care. Have a great weekend. That's 833-FIN-GUYS. Again, 833-FIN-GUYS. And if you are, I know we have a lot of listeners on iHeartRadio, so if you are, are down there listening on iHeartRadio and you want to get in touch with Ruth, again, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, or 833-FIN-GUYS. All right, very short break. We will come back with more of your calls, 844-434-4TFG. I've got more sound clips, and then I've got uh, a couple of things on this. Francis Hagen, the fake whistleblower, who was supposed to be, oh, my gosh, I, I like the outing to go along with it to make it seem as if it's, you know, this is the real deal, like really great theatrics on the part of uh, whoever's orchestrating this stuff uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, so. If there's anything they should be investigating <laughs> on social media, it's the fact that they've been cheating and lying to try to manipulate elections. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, well, they know that because that's, yeah. that's them. Yeah. Well, that's this is another attempt. To, <laughs> they this already is another attempt to solidify that to get rid of even more of the left or the, the right. Sorry, it's like Kramer, right? But they know what the write-offs are, and they're the ones writing it, <laughs> writing off. it off. All right, very short break. You got the financial guys. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back. Financial Guys, last segment here. If you want to slip in a phone call, now would be your time. 844-434-4TFG, 844-434-4834 is the number to join us here. And if you don't get the chance, or you need us throughout the weeks, if if you think like us, um, if you don't think like us, you can certainly leave us a nasty message. We'll likely put that into an intro or a commercial and embarrass you on the air. So just be aware of that. But feel free. Uh, you can uh, you can reach us at the office uh, at 833-FIN-GUYS or go to our website, again, thefinancialguys.com. But if you think like us, again, feel free to use this as a resource. Monday through Friday, we have the fortunate pleasure of working with people that think just like us. And, you know, we get to, uh, you know, to, to have fun throughout the week, and we love what we do. So if you have a question, whether it be on, you know, investments or insurance or whatever, uh, just give us a call. If we don't have the answer, we'll point you in the right direction. Uh, oftentimes, we get tax questions. We don't really do a lot of taxes in our office. Uh, we do have some affiliates we work with, and we're happy to send you over. But again, feel free to use this as a resource. We'll do the best we can to answer whatever question you have. Um, if you are unaware or are, are maybe new to the financial guys, especially out in Syracuse, we have something that we call TFG Academy. TFG Academy is a series of educational workshops. There's no products. There's no sales pitch. It's very educational-based. We have a 100-level series for estate uh, planning. We have a 200-level series underway now. You can see all of these uh, uh, old you know, ones that we've done in the past as well as the new ones that we're doing uh, and what's on the current schedule by going to, again, to our website at thefinancialguys.com. Mike's done a retirement one, which is awesome. We've got investment ones. We have an investment call coming up. Uh, I think it's going to be the 20, oh boy, I should not speak out of turn here. Kelsey's going to kill me if I get this wrong. Uh, we do a stock market and economic update once a uh, every six months to the, it's open to the public. It is, it's the 27th of October. So if you want to sign up for that, again, go to our website. There you will hear us interview our investment committee with over 200 years of investment experience. Guys like Paul Meeks, who are on CNBC every single week, is on our team, and you can get some back, uh, kind of backstage insight to the things that we're thinking of and talking about on our investment committee. So if you want to sign up for that, again, that's on October 27th at 5.30, uh, 6 o'clock, something like that. Feel free to go to our website again at thefinancialguys.com. Mike, this uh, this fake whistleblower, Francis Hagen, mm. on Tuesday on the podcast, it was so obvious, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as CNN is actually running with the story and not right. blacking it out, right. you know that they get their talking points directly from whoever in Washington or in the DNC party. Right? That was that was that was idea number one. And then as the week progressed and more people caught on to this, 
uh, it was really, really obvious, right? One of the obvious things was she just opened an account on Twitter in October of this year. Now, October is the, uh, what is it today? Like the 9th or something? What's today's date? Any <laughs> ninth, idea? Ninth, yeah. Ninth today, right? It's the 9th. She just just opened her Twitter page at like a week ago. She's got 60-some-odd thousand followers, and most importantly, she's got a blue check mark. <laughs> I've been on Twitter <laughs> since Twitter began, like right. a, you know, a decade ago, and, I, and we're still trying to get a blue check mark, right? That's so right. you know for sure that this was absolutely manufactured, right? Then you go look at her contributions. This lady is a left-wing activist, yep. right? She's probably contracted by the government to be this supposed whistleblower. I love the theatrics of shutting down Facebook for the whole day. I guarantee you the federal government is probably writing that check to Facebook. I know you'll lose billions of dollars. Don't worry. Oh. We'll make it up to you. Yeah. We just need to make this look like we got to get these because all of, everyone on the right's a conspiracy theorist, so they'll just assume that this all goes together with this whistleblower. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm also not an idiot, mm-hmm. and it's pretty obvious that this lady was. I love she goes. I we need better regulation, so she she's advocating for better regulation, and she wants to be the one to be the regulator. That's right. Like you could pick. Right. I don't know somebody like you know like me. Could yeah. be the perfect person yeah. to regulate yeah. all these agencies. Oh, oh please! Well, we can, we certainly. Oh my lord! Well, you know, we can't have people organizing uh, <laughs> and getting together like the January six riots. But what about burning down Portland? Hmm. Oh, that That's just seems okay. to be just fine. No problem. What about ISIS? Eh, they're okay. Eh. They're okay. Peaceful, what a, but, eh, peaceful what about but Minnesota on fire. Mm. What, a, what about yeah. uh, no Los Angeles or Baltimore? Yeah. Eh, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Yeah. We just can't have the conservatives getting together anymore. Right. That can't happen. The, the, the FBI, honest to God, is so useless now. They're threatening parents, right? How, how, how scary is that, though? You're going to put out a memo to say we're going to go after parents yeah. who speak out in school boards? Are right. you out of your mind? Right. I mean, how far are we going to go towards Banana Republic that's right. before that's... we bring it back the other way? And, and even sane people on the left say, for those few that are out there, Enough is enough. Like, nah, come on. They I mean, won't. It's just, they continue they to push for No, they won't. And it is. It's not that moderate Democrat party. It's the left wing of it. Although I will say, I, I question Sorry. all you Democrats as to how you could still be involved in that party. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a registered Republican, and I continue to say I should switch over to be a conservative or a libertarian or, you know, cause, but because the, the Republican Party has been pretty useless. I mean, they're not communist. But they've been pretty useless, right? Yeah. The Democrat Party is 100% crazy. Yeah. I mean, just left-wing yeah, crazy. No doubt. When we started the show 20 years ago, it was constantly about wages, right? Wages. Yeah. We would get a yeah. union representative on. We'd debate on, hey, look, if you're going to yeah. get these wages up too high, you're going to bankrupt this country, the company, right? But the, and, and they would say, look, it, we're all, by the way, the Democrats, 20 years ago when we started the show, were worried about all the jobs going over to China, right? They wanted to put tariffs on all the stuff <laughs> yeah. in China, right? That was for the paid off. It was all for the working man and woman. <laughs> and we're, we can't, we're getting hurt by China and we need tariffs yeah. on them. It needs to be yeah. fair trade and blah, 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 blah. All that's gone. It's gone. Yep. Uh, now, now it's about defunding the police, yep. open borders, and apparently tra- tariffs on China are bad now because yes. Trump well, wants them. Right? Because we're on the payroll. That's why. That's right. All right, let's sneak in one more co- uh, phone call here, and then I've got a sound clip if there's time. Let's go to Dolores in Hamburg. Dolores, you are live with the financial guys. How are you? Financial guys, listen carefully. We need privacy personally. You say call your senator, call your congressman. Here is my privacy protection plan. 
Get a dollar bill. There is a long number on there. Go to the post office. Get some postal cards. Get your addresses for any one of your senators or what have you. Tell them what you want on the postcard. And on the postcard, pick part of that dollar bill, which is your ID number. Frame it. And then you put a little bit of it on. And when we, we need somebody to put together a code, for example, God, family, country, or schools, whatever have you, and then everybody gets on board and inundates every different department and every government agency or representative and says, here you go, this is what you do as our representative that we voted for. And the they'll worst. know they're... Yeah, I'm I'm all for sending in postcards, letters, whatever. If you think you've got any sense of privacy, though, you are fooling yourself. Mm, that's I mean, they have been listening to your phone calls. They're reading your text messages. They're reading your emails. They're doing keyword searches now from Google. Hey, Google, tell me anybody who looked up PTO meetings in town. Look up anybody who's going to a school board. Look up anybody who mentions January 6th. By the way, how many people were charged with insurrection? Zero, zero <laughs> for those of you that are a little bit slow to the game here, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, I, uh, I love your idea, Dolores, and I would absolutely advocate for, for sure, contacting your Hello? I wouldn't worry about that, though. Go ahead, Doris. Oh, I lost her. Sorry, Dolores, we lost you. We're at the end of the show anyway, so it, I just, apologize. For, ahead, for those of our listeners out there that are, like me, very passionate about getting face diapers off our children at school, there was a case earlier in the week. I would ask you to call Judge Jeanette Ogden, 716-845-2796. She could not be bothered with it. Very very broad description of well, all the power goes. I don't know what the legislators do, by the way. We just pay all this money, and they're just completely useless because Kathy Hochul now just gets to say if there's even a little bit of a health crisis, she just gets power over everybody. So yeah. I would call her and ask her, what, what you know, well, how did you come up with this? Because they couldn't be bothered to take the face diapers off these kids with a 0% chance of dying. Zero. Yep. You can't measure it. Yep. And for those that say, how dare you guys advocate for calling? We're just saying call. We're not saying yeah. harass. Don't nope. be nasty. Nope. Don't be mean. Don't leave any ignorant messages. Nope. Uh, don't, don't do what the left does. Don't stoop to their level, nope. right? What they do is they're following uh, a Senator Sinema into a bathroom. So. It's fair to ask this judge, <laughs> how in the world could you rule like this? This is totally unconstitutional. Yeah. And why do we even have a state legislature? They have no power. Just give it all to Kathy. Let her do what she wants yep. to do. We, you know, Andrew, whoever's next, whoever left-wing yep. radical comes in there, they can run the state. All oh, right. by the way, there's another oh. million people leaving for a, a free place like. Yep. Uh, like I gotta, we got to cut it off here. My watch is slow, unfortunately, apparently. So anyway, all right. Well, if you just want the week, folks, eight three three Finn Guys, thefinancialguys dot com. Behalf of Mike Lomas, I'm Glenn Wiggle. We'll see you next week.